Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. Today is such a cool brand. It's called Kid Fresh. And on the podcast today is their founder and CEO, Matt Cohen. I cannot even wait to introduce you to him and his products. And, I, and it's his story. I can't even wait. So, Matt, it's so great to have you on the podcast. Hey, Justin. Thank you for having me and um, looking forward to this conversation. Me too. And by the way, I don't talk, I don't talk as fast as you do. Uh- Hey, you don't have to talk fast. It's just kind of my shtick. It's like, I don't know. I get excited and I talk faster and then people tell me to slow down, you know, (laughs) I love it. So kid fresh, a frozen take on foods, kids love. Yeah. I can't even wait uh, to, I've got so many questions for you and I I can't wait to hear your, uh, all your story. Um, Before we jump in though, let's do this. Let's talk a little bit about your background and consulting and whatnot, Matt, before launching kid fresh. Sure. Um, So I was born and raised in France, in Paris. And, um, um, you know, after my uh, graduate degree, I I joined Accenture in France uh, and then um, moved to the United States with Accenture. So I was in management consulting, um, really heavily focused on organizational change, process redesign, restructuring, so on and so forth. And then I did more of that in different companies here in the U.S. And then one day I woke up and I said, gosh, we need better food for kids in this country. (laughs) It just came to you one morning. Yep. I love that. But there's more to the story, right? So you got to share some of the your home um, experience. Frozen food in France is different than the connotation it has here. How did that play into this initial idea? Sure. I mean, the, the idea really came uh, um, from me becoming a, a, a dad, really, uh, because you don't know about kids' foods un- until you have kids, right? So <laughs> right. Uh, it's true. <laughs> you know, uh, it's really when my son was three or four, let's say about four, and my daughter was about one or two that I really started looking into this and I saw, you know, uh, we're talking about, you know, 15 years ago here. um, I saw what was available here for kids uh, in supermarkets. And I was simply horrified Um, in frozen, but even beyond, you know, being cereals, being, you know, snacks and so on and so forth. It's basically sugar and chemicals um, on which you apply a cartoon character and you sell it. Right? <laughs> Love it. Um, <laughs> True. And, um, you know, I I, I, think I couldn't give that to my kids. Right. Uh, again, I grew up in France. So, you know, obviously there's a culinary culture there, but also, you know, even in Frozen, you know, Frozen in, is great in, in France and in Europe in general. Uh, and there is no reason for it to be bad, as a matter of fact. Um, so, again, that was really sort of... Uh, the epiphany, the the driver, uh, you know, in particular, you know, one morning I was putting together a, a lunchbox, you know, and, and here you are like at seven o'clock in the morning, you right. have to ru- the kids running around and <laughs> everything is crazy and you're late and they are not putting their shoes on and this and that. And here you are trying to make a sandwich and something right. like ridiculous, right? <laughs> uh, and so that's how this whole idea started. Really, I love it. Really starting from 
my life as as a parent. I love it. And I hear that from so many entrepreneurs, you know, some experience they've had has driven the, hey, you know, I think I have an opportunity here. So, okay. But in consulting, you you talked about the areas you were focusing. I spent a couple of years at Accenture. Um, oh. But were you working in consumer products and retail and like food? Or was this like, no. hey, I want to start a food, frozen food product or some type of food product. You, you didn't know the industry, right? I mean, how did this start? Not at all. I was, I worked in uh, nuclear plants. <laughs> I worked in uh, the airline industry here in the U.S., I worked in, uh, would say, consumer electronics. Um, right. But really, no experience in food at all. So, how did you go from that morning when you're like, "I've got to do something about this" to getting the idea started? Well, um, I have a partner uh, and co-founder who, uh, you know, was working uh, in the food industry, had food industry experience uh, in marketing and product development. Um, and so, you know, we were, you know, exploring ideas to do something together. And again, this morning happened with this lunchbox crisis. And I said, Look, <laughs> we need right. to do something about kids' food. Let's look into this because this is crazy. And, you know, lo and behold, we started having different conversations, looking at the market. We interviewed um, pediatricians. We, uh, we, uh, we even went to, you know, a childhood obesity center in the Bronx here in, in New York. Um, to see what was going on and really trying to understand sort of, you know, the state of that category in the United States. And clearly, you know, there was a need, right? Uh, there was a need for better, healthier options, at least. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I love that. So how did you, so you, you, you do the research, kind of the up, upfront validation that there's a market opportunity. What was the first product? Did you have an idea of like what the first thing might be or the first couple of things might be? What did that look like? So, you know, to be an entrepreneur, you need to be a little crazy, right? Of course. So <laughs> in, in my case, you know, the cursor is pretty high. And so uh, before we went into Frozen, we first went into retail and right. we created a store in New York. It was like a grocery, uh, uh, an organic and natural grocery store for kids' foods only. Got it. It was called Kid Fresh, right? Uh, got it. And the idea initially was to create a chain. Really, we were thinking about you know having you know hundreds of stores and franchising and being the Starbucks for kids, if you will. Right? Obviously, that's totally insane, but. <laughs> Well, it's kind of an time. interesting idea, but yeah, go ahead. No, it, I mean, <laughs> I, I think it is, as a matter of fact. But uh, um, you know, at the time, you know, it was really the first ever in the world, as far as we knew. Uh, so we did this store. We created the concept. We had designers, architect, blah blah blah. We hired a chef. We had a kitchen in the store that we called the kitchen. The kitchen. <laughs> Yes, I sir. love it. Um, and you know, it was a window so that kids could come oh, uh, and cool. see the chef working and, and preparing the food. And you know, we were doing lunch boxes, you know, dinner trays, you know, a lot of fresh, freshly prepared food for kids. And we were carrying, you know, old kids' groceries, being you know, dairy, refrigerated yogurts, sure. milk, but also snacks and cereals, all natural and organic. Got it. No. And so, when did it go from? Hey, we've got one store. Let's do lots of stores. To hey, we have one store. We've got food here that people like. Why don't we take that food and commercialize it? A, a, a very good question. So we opened the store in January 2007, right? Uh, and you know we went through different iterations of the concept. 
And at the same time, you know, we were getting noticed by the industry and, and frankly, worldwide. I don't want to be cocky here, but it was really worldwide. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was in interviews. I was on interviews at, um, you know, 8 p.m. in New York for <laughs> right. uh, a Radio Tokyo interview. Oh, my for folks, gosh. Uh, you know, driving to work in the morning, right? Amazing. I mean, Australia, Europe, you know, Middle East, you, we were, you know, New York Times here in New York. Um, so we were, we were noticed by the industry, we were noticed by people. And, you know, we had a lot of requests for distribution outside of the store. Got we it. We did uh, kiosks, for instance, at the GFK Terminal to oh, have wow. little hmm. travel food packs for kids that you can grab before you board the plane. Great you know? idea. Things like that. What a great yeah, idea. Because most food courts idea. don't have, you know, it's not portable package. No, they you know, don't have. Healthy. Exactly. Like a healthy lunchbox, but for the plane with a right. little... Uh, um, you know, uh, coloring books and crayons in it and things like that, you know? Great. <laughs> cool idea. Uh, then, you know, we had different retailers, in particular Whole Foods, that were interested in our product line. So we started with one store in New York, a, a Whole Foods store, then all the New York Whole Foods stores, and then multiple regions of Whole Foods. And then quickly, it appeared that, you know, the business and the uh, sort of the um, opportunity was way beyond the boundaries of the store itself. Got it. And 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 so just to continue the story because it's New York, so it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> Love you know, New York. <laughs> our store was on Second Avenue, and you know they were building a subway on Second Avenue. So the the store itself became completely inaccessible because you had like a construction zone. <laughs> right. It was literally it was literally a war zone. So we're like, okay, let's close down the store. It's not going to go anywhere. Really, let's reboot the business. We have developed recipes. We know products work on the fresh side. We know frozen can be great if you put great ingredients in it. Let's go frozen. Right. Wow. Now, what were the top, let's say, three or four or five food items? Like, what were the most popular sellers as you, you know, had the retail store and then going into the uh, frozen part of the business? So we all need to remember that we're talking about kids' foods here. So, <laughs> Got uh, it. The caveat: um, you know, we're not talking about uh, frog legs <laughs> right. or you know cacovin, right? Frog this legs, really it's food. Um, gator tail, and and so um, uh, you know it's really what kids prefer, and so what they prefer, they like chicken nuggets, they like uh, definitely mac and cheese, they like they like pasta products, totally, they like meatballs, this type of stuff, right? But we were, we had developed recipes where not only the ingredients were all natural and organic, but uh, they were nutritious, and and we were incorporating vegetables into the recipes, like right, our, like our, the mac our, and cheese our, wagon wheels. Our mac and cheese right? has I carrots mean, in them, right? Right, crazy. Now, mac and cheese has carrots in them. I know, but were the parents or the kids at all concerned that it wouldn't taste good? Oh, wait, I don't so, want health. You know how like the whole, oh, if it's healthy, I don't know if it's going to taste good. You know, that, and nobody thinks that anymore because there's so many healthy for you products. But that was early times, right? Right. And, and, and that's a very good point. And we, and we played it uh, in a certain way by sort of downplaying the nutritional aspects for the kid, but making sure that the mom knew. Got right? it. Got it. Um, that, that's number one. And number two, for kids, taste is number one. I mean, they don't care about nutrition, right? And they're not going to eat something that they don't like because it's better for them. They're going to say no, and they're going to throw it on the floor, right? No doubt. So, um, 
So we we had to pass the the um, that threshold of taste for kids, and we had gained that expertise in the store. Got it. And then it's it's one thing, you know, food is an interesting thing, right? It's it's one thing to make it in a kitchen and and kind of prepare and then sell. It's another to commercially sell it to geographically dispersed people, shipping, yep. handling. Uh, like, what did that look like initially in the frozen space? So we started in 2010. You know, our first PO from a retailer was like in May 2010. It was like $5,000. We were oh. like, hee hee. <laughs> right, um, so $5,000 PO. I mean, but that right. was probably well, great, was, right? You know, For hey, you know, mac and cheese. you start. You start at zero. Totally. And, um, and uh, we had four items, right? And we had to take the risk to to produce them right. with significant minimum quantities. Right. right? That was more Before than $5,000 worth. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And, um, and um, you know, we, um, so we had an, a co-packer that was, a, um, you know, a working on, on our product. We had a couple of sales folks. Uh, and as far as the sort of the supply chain, freight and warehousing, that was fairly sort of, um, you know, turnkey to some ex- extent because we were working with third party. Got it. Makes sense. And then when did you, so you got the $5,000 PO, which is good, you know, and, but yeah. when did you get, when did you feel like, okay, we got some momentum here. This thing is actually working. You know what I mean? There's one thing in the storefront where you had the traffic. It's another, you're trying to build a brand, right? Yeah. Disparate people. Like when did you know, hey, this has got some legs? I would say, I would say probably a year, a year and a half into it. Uh, when we started having appointments with big retailers, I'm talking you know, retailers that have five, 600, 700 doors, sure. right? Particularly in the Northeast, which is where we started. Got it. Uh, you know, when you start having these type of conversations, you're like, okay, you know, we, <laughs> we have don't a need... shot at this. <laughs> Go ahead. Say that again. Uh, you say, okay, we, we have a shot at this. You Got know? it. Sure. And then, but then your volumes had to pick up, right? I mean, so you, you oh, get yeah. that many stores and scale, it becomes a big yeah. issue, right? You build scale, but the good news again is, you know, manufacturers, they are set up for scale. They're not set up for beginning, right? right? They're not set up for the small orders. That's right. Right. So for us, you know, gaining scale was also critical in terms of, you know, developing our relationships with our co-manufacturers and and all our third-party suppliers. And how did you decide over time what to add to the product mix? You mentioned you started with four. Like, how did you make a decision on what to add next? And did anything not work? Of course, of course. <laughs> I mean, every year we, 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 till now we discontinue a couple of products sure. and we introduce, you know, three or four more. So you know, it, it's it's part of uh, the sort of the natural evolution and the rotation of products. But uh, you know, we really started from a, you know, kids menu. Like this is what kids like. Great, let's make it better for them. So you know, we started with mostly pasta items. Got it. And then we went into the protein with chicken nuggets, chicken meatballs, chicken Yum. sticks, mm. and, and, and so on and so forth. But again, you know, always starting from what kids like. Like, got it. Interesting. And then what's your, how do you know what kids like? Do you have like a, do you do focus groups or do you we do. <laughs> survey your, uh, your yeah. buyers and get some feedback? Well, you know, I mean, you, 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 we, we collect kids menus in uh you know in restaurants and and things like that you know this is really sure. where the action is right 
Um, and so, um, so we have a whole lot of that. We have a lot of research for, you know, kids' cafeterias, school cafeterias, things like that. So there is, you know, there's, you know, that we made this our specialty. So we have, we have know-how, if you will, in that respect. Sure. And I love the packaging. The green packaging is really nice. And the Wagon Wheels mac and cheese has got a lot of five-star reviews, by the way, for everybody listening. And you can, so I can buy direct-to-consumer off your site and retail store. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And so talk about that strategy. Um, were you initially, well, no, you got into a couple of retail stores. Were you, were you heading down the path of D to C or is that something you added over time? Like what does that look like versus more traditional retail? Our approach was mostly retail and it still is uh, as, you know, right. retail. You're going to get your volume uh, You know, there. our D to C is here, you know, as an additional convenience, but, but quite frankly, you know, when, uh, you know, we, we always go back we always try to put ourselves in the consumer's shoes, right? And so, you know, you have a parent, a mom or dad, you know, shopping online at say target.com or walmart.com or kroger.com, you know, they're going to add Kid Fresh in their basket there rather than going to our website. So we work very closely with our retail partners on the the, uh, web um, distribution side of things as well. Got it. Um, And then if you do... when you do ship direct to consumer, is it like in a refrigerated pack? Is that how you yep. do that? Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Which is tough, right? I mean, that's a, a little more expensive packaging. Like you're saying, your it margin's is. a little bit lower. So that's why retail. Um, talk about uh, your decision to get into breakfast. And most people listening are like, well, of course, why wouldn't you make breakfast? But you have to make a decision consciously, right? Which category you're going after from a consumer perspective, right? So how did you decide to get into the breakfast space? So basically... Again, we think about, you know, the life of a parent and it starts in the morning, right? And it starts giving breakfast to the kids and, um, and it ends, you know, at night with dinner and dessert. And so our sort of value proposition is really to be a solution for busy parents today from A to Z. And so it starts with breakfast. There is a big opportunity, of course, in terms of market size, need, um, uh, with a very limited offering that is really geared toward children. I'm talking about the quality better for you offering. There's sure. a chunk. Uh, and, uh, and so we knew that we had also the right angle about it, which was to, uh, to try to focus more on the protein. Um, and, and so we did uh, frozen waffles, for instance, that are richer in protein rather than sugar and, and, and other uh, nutrients. So, um, you know, we started with with that. Um, we have, you know, a number of SKUs that are doing great. And then this past year, we launched uh, fruit pops, uh, sort of on the other side of the equation, like more dessert or snack, right? Still frozen, uh, but we have the best fruit pops in the industry. And guess what? The ingredient list starts with Fruit, unbelievable! What? Fruit, yeah, fruit. No sugar and flavoring, artificial flavors. I mean, come on! No, it's an ingredient <laughs> deck that starts with fruit. Unbelievable! I mean, that's a very big idea to start with something that would be natural. Um, <laughs> totally kidding, yeah. of course. I mean, so this this whole category is exploding, and you guys have been. It's interesting. I, I almost think you're early. You were in the early part of. The yes. food part of the business. Forget about frozen. Just in the whole better for you products. Have you seen that grow over time? Like, what's been your experience um, with kind of watching the market shift? You know, it's it, it's funny because when we started, the largest kids frozen food brand 
um, was, um, I won't name it, but let's say it's a blue packaging <laughs> to go unpack, with a blue, un blue, with a blue tray, uh, with a blue tray and a lot of junk in the different compartments, right? Let's put it that way. Uh, sort of a TV dinner for kids, you know, very, very compartments. Big. And it was, it was about, uh, it was like, a, let's say $150 million brand, right? Pretty good. And, uh, we've seen it decline, 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 decline as we were going up. Uh, and today it's probably in the 30, 30 million dollar range, right? Uh, and that, you know, we're talking about like a huge decline, obviously, at the same time as we were uh, growing. And this is sort of the sign, if you will, the, 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 the real um, uh, sort of decisions that moms make in stores, you know, not buying junk anymore but buying better for you products more and more. Got and it. that is, there's no turning back, right? We're not going to go back to junk. Once you start that. No, on that you route, no. you're not going to go back to junk. You totally know? get that. No, and Ben, I was just checking on Amazon even, with amazing reviews on the Kid Fresh white meat chicken strips made with hidden veggies and no artificial ingredients, frozen kids meal value size. I mean, this is awesome. Amazing reviews. Yeah, they're really great. Yeah, awesome. Um, so exciting. Uh, and so what? it's just a, a great branding, great packaging, great segment of the food space and, and market. Uh, and now you've been in this for a while. You, you kind of had the retail piece at first, and now you've invented and launched this brand um, and stuck with it, you know, and you've seen it grow. What would be two or three of your you know, lessons learned you'd share with other entrepreneurs that are listening that, you know, they got a, an idea, they haven't jumped into it yet, or they've got an idea in their first year or two in, you know, what, what would be a couple of your um, lessons learned or, or the coaching you'd give to them? Well, I, I would advise them not to do it at all costs, right? You know, keep your job, keep your 401k, <laughs> you know, stay comfortable, uh, keep your paycheck. Really? And, uh, you would go back to that after this? <laughs> no. Oh my no, God. No, 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, I would not. But I would say, you know, you got to be prepared for, right. um, you know, <laughs> all I, of that not I, being I always around. Say, you know, <laughs> a lot of pain and suffering, right. um, but also obviously extraordinary rewards uh, for sure. But, you know, you got to, it's not, it's, you know, it, it can be very challenging. It's, uh, it's a rough world out there, right? Uh, so again, um, it, it's probably the most rewarding personally, uh, and for some even financially, uh, you know, the most rewarding thing to do, um, you know, professionally, um, but, uh, you know, be prepared. So I would say that number one, um, two, uh, don't listen to the naysayers. Okay. Um, there had to be many early days for you, oh, by you the way. No I can't, idea. like, uh, fresh kids, healthy oh. food. I mean, I, nobody oh. does that. And can we put I mean, fresh in the name of a frozen food? Oh, my God. No, it's never going to work. <laughs> so true. I didn't think about I that. Mean, it's, it's insane. No, but, you know, it, it, the, the default response, you know, when you start pitching for a new business is typically no, right? right. Never going to work, this and that. Don't listen to that continue because you will always find people that will say yes uh but they just uh, they're just not there you know right away unless you're very lucky right sure. so uh so i would say that and then you know be be persistent be resilient um you know 
there there will be ups, but also downs, and um, you know, learn from the downs and and rebound. It's all about rebounding, uh, so that you continue to go up and up and up. Love that. Well, Matt, I am so excited. I, I love this brand. I love some of the um the I love the packaging as I shared with you. I love some of the products. I mean, the pops look the the berry cherry punch real fruit pops look really delish. Um as do all the products. I mean, this is so exciting and so much runway in front of you. Um, we would love to have you back on down the road as you continue to launch new products and grow into new markets. Um before we go though, share with our audience where they can find you, connect with you, buy your product, etc. They can find us uh, in pretty much any uh, grocery store, retailer in the nation, uh, either in-store or online. And if for some reason um, their local retailer doesn't carry our brand, uh, they can contact us and we'll we'll get to that store. Uh, and uh, we're always available online on our website or uh, on retailers' websites. I love it. Matt Cohen, CEO, founder of Kid Fresh. Matt, it's been so great having you on the podcast. Thank you, Justin. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.